listening to the BCH Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is PCH coming to you from Los Angeles. Another weekend. Great to be with you. Hope everyone's doing well this Sunday, the 13th of January, 2019. Well, we are at our second episode here in our series of 11 total for 11 consecutive weeks to cover how to start, build, and execute on your plan for delivering on a goal. So we didn't get into any specific goals on our last episode. We just talked about what is the first foundational element. So if you don't have that, go back and listen to it. If you don't know what your foundational element is before you actually start goals or mapping out what your goals are, go back and listen to that episode where I cover exactly what it is you need to do in order to then proceed to this very next step which is what this episode is going to cover is how to build a goal plan so what do you do to build an actual goal plan typically people do this every year for new year's resolutions or they do it around their birth dates and when they get to a certain age or many people have different reasons when they actually want to sit down and map out what their goals are and some people just kind of do it in their heads and live life just kind of at the kind of just as things go right and some people actually just their goals are just stuffed in their brains and that's how they get by is they map out what their goals are in their heads and they basically move on them but some people like myself really feel that it's important to sit down and write your goals down and I feel that's important because when you write something down in my mind you're kind of cementing that you're adding some some gravity and some weight to what your what your thoughts are and what you take from your thoughts and actually write down on paper then become somewhat written contracts between yourself uh, and your thoughts and your mind's eye so I always think of it as a good step to sit down it's a very healthy thing to sit down and actually write your goals down but like I said before you even get there you have to go back and search deep so what I mean by that is go back to the last episode and again, find out what you need to actually get to this phase. So how do you actually now, now that you have the last part, how do you now get into mapping out your goals? First and foremost, I want to say if you have a set of goals that you want to achieve, whether it's in health, career, finance, Whatever the case may be, personal, interpersonal, relationships, any goals that you may have, uh, whether it's community-based, organizationally-based, team-based, sport-based, personal, any goal that you can have possible in life, before you actually start mapping it out, you have to think about what's needed to do that. Well, first and foremost, you have to think about what's realistic and what's practical within your skills. So if you haven't really evaluated where you stand on what you're trying to get accomplished, you have to look at what you know and how well versed you are in the thing that you're trying to get done. So if it's a financial goal, you have to understand what skills do you need if you're lacking 
to learn or figure out whatever you're trying to get done. If it's a health-related goal, you want to look at what understanding of a workout regimen, maybe with supplement. I'm not making any recommendations, just to preface. But whatever it may be, workout regimen or just cardiovascular exercise or whatever the case may be that you need to actually sit down and start being practical about what you do and what you don't know and just how well versed you are. Be honest with yourself. You know just how well you are, uh, how good you are at something, how, how professional you are at something, how skilled or how versed you are, you know how long you've spent understanding something. Now, you need to understand, you need to have a master level skill set to accomplish and set out what your goals are. Maybe not necessarily, but at least understand what your skills are and your strengths and weaknesses are so that you can go out and get the understanding, any newfound understanding that you need or skills that you need to be able to keep building upon that to start getting to some semblance of accomplishing your goals. So what does that start looking like? Once you start mapping out some of these these visions of what you want, what it is you want, how do you get to what it is you truly want, and how do you start mapping it out? Now, you can start writing down key areas of your life, or you can start writing down a key area of your life, and start delving into what specifics you're trying to get accomplished. But before you get into the specifics you have to have a realistic semblance of what that would be what can you truly get accomplished based on your skills in the time frame that you're looking at getting a certain result by so be practical if you're not sure how some something uh, looks or how long something takes go do some research and find out if others have done it before don't just start trusting everybody's word for the advice understand and seek your own advice and learn what others are saying, what they're doing, what works for them. But you really want to try to get to your own adaptation or your own resemblance of what, what would benefit you when it comes to the goals that you're trying to get accomplished. So let's say it's a health-related goal and you're trying to, to lose a certain amount of weight or gain a certain amount of weight in some cases. You really want to map out what it is you currently know, like I said, and what do you need to learn if it's muscle gain muscle mass and you need to, you need to learn how to add more muscle weight you should look at others in that specific category you can go online and do a google search for uh, muscle workout muscle weight gain adage you can do specific formula searches for weight gain based on your body type now don't trust the first piece of advice you get look at who it is, who's it written by, are they an authority in the subject, do they know what they're talking about, are they considered a master, quote unquote, and if they are, is it sound advice that I should possibly take and maybe add to my tool set, so we have to create now a tool set on the side, so if you're writing this stuff down, you first want to write down, number one, be practical, be realistic, go back first to the last episode and, and understand some of the foundational elements before you can start mapping the, these things out. Then you start understanding that you now have a tool set. So write that down, tool set. So what do you want to put in your tool set? 
You can include skills like I talked about earlier, or knowledge, or who to search for. So you can put down searches, you can put down topics, you can put down specific authority figures that you would have to look up or search for. So you can list down all these various elements that I'm talking about here as we're kind of charting this out. Now, when you start getting into the vision of what it is you want, now your next element you, you could write down here is, is what do I want? And, and also, how long do I think it's going to take me to get what I want to, to get or where I want to get? So I use the example of muscle mass. If I want to get to a certain amount of muscle mass that I need to add, I want to start being realistic and say, okay, based on what I know, based on what others have done out there that are professionals and, and authorities, it looks like we got a few guys that are trying to, to do these five different things and they do it very consistently and they get this result on a consistent basis. So if I average out maybe the best results and I say I can get you know, 20% or 30% or even 15% of that, then I can start putting myself in measurement or in what we want to call a baseline to measure against what others have done. So right now we have nothing to measure against, so we want to at least get within 10 to 15% and that's a semi-decent result towards what we want to start measuring towards. Once we start getting there, we're not ready yet. Later on, we're going to make adjustments as we go. But right now, we're just charting out what that territory looks like. So let's be realistic and let's be real practical about how much time we think it is that things are going to take. So if we're trying to add on a certain amount of muscle mass, we've got to look at the average results of, let's say, the top four or five or we can go top three if we don't have that many in a given specialized field or specialized less research topic maybe. And we want to chart out what those averages are and try to articulate where we think that we can logically place ourselves and pace ourselves to be within a few different milestones. Now, what type of milestones do we want to set, set forth? How much time do we want to talk about? This is always the million dollar question, if you will. And what do we mean by time frames? Okay, so time frames can be many things to many people. You can have long-term goals and long-term commitments, but you can also have what's called short stacking. It's taking a stack of short goals or chunks of a larger goal into smaller, more digestible, action-oriented steps that you can take to accomplish your bigger goals. So if you have a big goal, let's be realistic about it and see what smaller things we can get done from within that big goal. And we want to be realistic about our time frame, so if we think it's going to take five or ten years to accomplish something, let's look at what can we do within the next maybe 18 months. So in 18 months, if we think we can get to a certain place and we can start understanding within 18 months that we want to lose or add a certain amount of weight maybe or learn a specific topic 
or learn a specific type of business or launch a specific type of business? Where do we think we can be within 18 months? Let's place ourselves there and start understanding where that is. So why do we say 18 months? Because generally speaking, you don't see any real long-term payoff after just a year. You really don't. You don't see a payoff in six months, generally speaking. You don't see a, a payoff that's really a long-term payoff within a short amount of time. You generally see a long-term payoff in the long term. But what can you do in a short term to see some immediate results and start chunking and breaking these larger goals down? Because you may want to look a certain way by a certain time or have a certain thing by a certain time, but you want to real really take that from a perspective of what's it going to take me to get to that within 18 months and then if I were to now map it closer to where I am now within two and a half months where can I be so generally speaking there are two sets of milestones typically people start seeing some type of results the first is after about two and a half months. It generally takes about two and a half months for a person to form a new habit. And that means start tracking with something new that you want to do. So you usually don't own that thing until at least two and a half months into it. So if you're starting a new venture or a new topic, if you last beyond two and a half months, you did good. So give yourself a pat on the back. Now, your next milestone from that, it's a long stretch. You could put some middle ones in between. You can go six months and then you can go, you can definitely go 12 months, but don't expect to see anything huge or vastly measurable within that time frame. The next realistic practical one from there is actually 18 months where you start seeing some real payoffs. So you may see some small momentum between now and then, but between two months and 18 months, you'll see a vast larger amount of payoff, if you will. So these are typically the measured states where most people change their experiments and move them into actual foundational projects or foundational aspects and goals within their life. And they perhaps maybe start mapping new goals because hopefully by that time we have accomplished our goals. Now, between now and two and a half months and between now and 18 months, let's start charting out what we think we can get done realistically between that time. So after this episode, after we close out here, I want you to sit down and write these things down. You may already start being doing this. But before you start, I want you to start considering, just put in your mind, let's start thinking this through, what can I realistically get done in two and a half months, and what can I realistically get done within 18 months from there? Let's be practical. So be realistic about your goals, Set your timelines, be as defined as possible, and be specific as possible. In our next topic, we're going to cover 
what it is that you need to start succeeding towards your goals. What do you need to do to start su succeeding and actually start addressing and charting and mapping and walking towards your goals on a day-to-day -day basis? I want you to recognize this is not an easy task and you have to have the dedication to want to actually do these changes that you're trying to get done. So whatever it is you're trying to get done, write them down, make sure you're comfortable with them. And then on the next episode, we're going to actually cover how to start accomplishing some of these goals, how to execute. I hope that you liked this episode and I hope this helped you well. This is PCH. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you on our next in a series of 11 on covering how to get to your goals and delivering on them. Thanks for listening. Take care. PCH.